This podcast is presented by Steak Sauce Media. Grab a joint, drop the veil, and cruise the multiverse with the Chronic Gals. Let me tell you a little something about the chronic gals Just two best buds and they're very best pals Talking about cannabis, that good, that tree So grab a joint and just spark with me Hey! Hi everybody and welcome back to Chronic Gals Podcast I'm Riley And I'm Ashleen And we're back! Welcome to, I just said that, the chronic gals (laughs) Uh, hope everyone had a 410, had a nice, not 410. Oh my God. 710. This is what happens when we don't smoke weed. Yeah, we just (laughs) did an interview and didn't smoke anything and now everything is discombobulated. It's too, it's too, uh, straight. So we're like, no, I'm just kidding. But it also might just be the content of the interview that was so fascinating that is discombobulated our minds. Our minds. That's probably fair and probably what it is. I'm just saying. So yeah, hope everyone had a fun 710. Um, happy oil day. We have no oil on the table, nope. but I did pick up some plaid jacket that was really, really good. And I don't think I did anything for 710. I just bought weed cause it was on sale. Totally. So totally. It's all right. I one, I don't know. Is 710 like, I feel like 710 is not as celebrated as I don't I feel like, okay, I think I saw something on the internet on that day where it was like the percentage of like people who buy the product or like how many, how popular is each product? Okay. And like flour was like the most popular. Yeah. And then I think concentrates was only like 10%. of the whole really all of everybody buying weed you know what, it's though? not a very large population of people that doesn't dabbing. surprise me because no. i feel like a lot of people go for the flower slash pre-rolls yes or they're gonna do the edibles drinkables mm-hmm. maybe vape maybe vape but i think vape was in a different category from concentrate from concentrate yeah that's what i would expect but i also think this is this post sure, is like yeah, yeah, one yeah. of a billion that i've scrolled past yeah totally but um Anyway, what do we have on the table today? What are you um, rolling? I mm. am creating airflow in <laughs> <laughs> this guava gas by Indo. Is it Indo Farms? I'm not actually sure what their full name is. Indo something. Um, I got this at Craft Cannabis. Oh, nice. In Vancouver. I also have Apple Fritter by Noble Farms and Orangutan by Pioneer Joints. Cool. Um, these Indos are kind of nice because it's three half grams. So you get a gram and a half. Oh, that's a fun little which thing. Which is kind of cool. And I think it's only a dollar or two more than... Oh, right. Like a regular two pack yeah. or one pack or whatever. Yeah. Nice. And I brought over a nug or two of um, Larry Cake from Freddy's Fuego. Shout out Freddy's. Re- shout out Freddy's. I didn't realize... So I get Freddy's Fuego and Bacon's Buds mixed up in my head. Yeah. And I'm not... Is it because they have similar color schemes or why do I think that? Because I always think that Freddy's Fuego is like a local brand, but they're in Puyallup or Polsbo or something. They're not local. 
Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think there's anybody local who quite has branding like like this, except for maybe Cedar Creek, but it's not really gold. Yeah, I don't know why I think that they're the same. Or in my head there. I don't know. Bacon's Buzz has the beautiful, like, mountain on it, where the background, like, the sky, the sunset is either, or the the sky, I guess, is either a sunrise, if it's a sativa or sativa hybrid, or it's, like, purple and dark if it's an indica, or it's, like, a orange you know like a middle of ground for hybrid interesting i don't even think i looked at i've looked at them oh really close oh, enough they're so pretty <laughs> uh, maybe <laughs> i should really look nice. maybe i should do that but uh yeah um so happy 710 but i mean way beyond 710 you went to but bellingham bud fest bellingham bud fest this weekend which yeah, looked yeah. so fun Tell it was so fun so it was your time it was the second annual Bud Fest, Bellingham Bud Fest. The first one was in 2019, and then uh, they took a pause for the pandemic. They came back. Sure, sure. And, oh, gosh. It was, like, so magical and perfect and lovely. How many, uh, like, weed fests have you been to like that? So, back... Maybe like a decade ago now, I went to the Portland Hempstock Hempfest. I don't remember what Portland had a. I don't remember if it was Hempfest or Hempstock. Uh, yeah, whichever one is not in Seattle, that's what. Yeah. Portland had. So we went. We went to that one, and that was pre-legalization. Mm-hmm. So that was that was like my that was obviously the first time I've ever been to like a weed event. Yeah. And like it being illegal, it's still being like, oh my god, so can we right. smoke or right. not? Or there's like a bunch of police. But also, but people also they're smoking. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that was really interesting. And then um, a couple years ago, Abby, Dabby and I went to um, the Seattle Hemp Fest, Hemp Stock or whatever. <coughs> oh, that must have been 20. That was, I think was when I was pregnant 18? with Mara. So that had to have been 18. 18. Oh, yeah. That's why you didn't go because you were pregnant. That was in, in August. Yeah. That one was really fun. So that was post-legalization. That was my first event after legalization. Nice. And that was cool because it felt a little, co- like, felt more comfortable to be able to, like, sit on the rocks and smoke. And yeah. I guess at 420, like, the thing was to, like, go smoke on the rocks. It's, like, the thing that you do at Seattle Hemp Fest or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, it like, that was my first time, like being out in public and like we're all smoking we're yeah. all celebrating yeah. you know like there were vendors like le- like legit vendors and yeah. that was a really cool vibe very fun um and then we went to that lemon haze event an uh, industry event an industry so event different. so yeah a little different and then yeah this one so i've been to only a few before but Bellingham is so so much smaller though than those other places. Yeah, that it's I don't know. I just feel like that would be a really fun place to go. It was plus it's like tucked in the middle of the forest at the northern end of Washington. Yeah, you get you have some really amazing growers from around that area. Yeah. not to mention like from anywhere else in the state that you know came over. Exactly, like there's already a big weed culture there anyway. And let me tell you, we are at such a disadvantage living in Southwest Washington. We have like our selection for cannabis down here is so small. Yeah. I'm pretty sure people don't want to drive this far. Well, it's that. And then also they can't sell their product as much in our market because they have to compete with the The um, cheap 
prices in Oregon. Oh. That's been, yeah, that's, that's been the whole thing fair. forever. It, why? And that's part of the reason it was so amazing that Main Street Marijuana was the number one dispensary in the state. Oh. Because, like, not only did they have to compete in that market, compete with Oregon. I mean, but I guess that's also part of the reason that they get so much foot traffic is because people come into Oregon to go there. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. But, no, it was, um, it was, like... I don't know. As far as for like the first event post COVID for me, it was perfect. Like the amount of people there was nice. It was spaced out. Everyone had room. We all weren't like huddled in this like mass, you know, going through all of the things. The park was big enough to hold wait like there were vendors but there could have been more vendors so like and it was family friendly it was too, family right? friendly there's a smoking area blocked off kind well of. it wasn't see this is where i was like i don't know what the rules are right <laughs> but i don't think there were rules so it was at um zurich zurich zuranich park i don't actually know it started with a z z park z park up in bellingham <laughs> the park um but it was like where the marina was and so beautiful it was yeah just like the water boats and then canada you know (laughs) or like the islands i don't even know what the fuck we were looking at but it was gorgeous and like in the park there's this little little building called the boathouse and so there was like educational panels in there um and then a stage with music and people talking by the water and then there was a 21 plus corral where the cannabis vendors um could go or like that's where they were all most of them were stationed um and they were like dabs dabs were dabbing and there was like yard games and it was just like fun so fun it was just so fun we all were wearing everyone was like wearing weed shit and just like celebration i found a twin so i wore this shirt that my partner warren made me found this like cannabis printed fabric at craft warehouse make was it was made for 420 and then i was like i so i wore it to the event and i'm like talking to this guy and i feel like a tap 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 on my shoulder and so i'm thinking like it was like a familiar like i am your friend pay attention to me kind of a tap so i like was expecting to turn and be somebody i know but I turned and it was this guy in the same shirt. That's crazy. And he's like, twin. <laughs> I was like, Bleh! oh my God, that's amazing. Holy shit. What the fuck? Oh my God. You look so good. Like, holy shit. I was like, he made mine. And she was like, he was like, she made mine. That and I was like, insane. oh my God, that's crazy. So we well, took a picture. combined. I know. It was so, it was so funny. That's awesome. It was so great. So yeah, did there he was. All, he did, did she put in all of the secret weed pockets? I did you don't show think off so. I did not pockets? show off. I there. I was like in the middle of a conversation. So oh. and I too, happening like, too fast. There were so many things, so many things happening all at the same time. Yeah. That that's why I'm like trying to like get him. I'm trying to con- communicate online. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to get him to find our photos oh, so we can oh, be pals. Yeah. Online, but that has been a a no-go we just have to get everyone we know in bellingham to share i know i let that go out but um that's fun yeah so that was cool and food too right you said there was a filipino food cart that was not at the park we at this thing we went to afterwards 
but yeah shout out that filipino cart because holy shit the lumpia was so crispy and then the turon they had turon which Mm -hmm. is the banana lumpia right so banana wrapped in lumpia wrapper and then fried and fried and it had like a sesame honey dipping sauce that was went with it oh my god and we had ponce and uh, adobo it was so good so yeah anyway back to the back to the festival um it was just it was just so beautiful to see like so many people here to celebrate and bringing their families and stuff and so yeah after we went into the 21 plus corral and i got i got i got high you know like i got to the point where i was like i need to stop for a minute (laughs) and i only took two two dabs oh shit yeah so it's from walking up that hill it was it was yeah i mean i was exhausted i was like physically exhausted i really hadn't eaten until i had a breakfast burrito but that was like so long that was like a six hour drive ago yeah exactly (laughs) so we had to exit the 21 plus corral because i was getting overstimulated Mm -hmm. i was like i need a snack i can't do anything else before i have a snack so we came prepared with a shit ton of snacks and food and stuff so we walked back to the car um but we walked back and like went through all the vendors and there was like glass vendors and cannabis coaches and just like artists and just fun cool people the Bakersman Collective, Bakers mm-hmm. Collective, Bakersman Collective yeah. was cool. there. I didn't get to meet Lada, unfortunately. Okay. She was not at the booth when I went there, but we will meet soon. <laughs> um, but yeah, I highly recommend going. That sounds so fun. Yeah, and like I'm, I'm here for the. This is going to be like our summer trip. Yeah. You know, every year we go up to Budfest, Budfest weekend, you yeah. know, get a caravan, we go up to Budfest, and it was, I, I just left feeling, like, so excited and, like, happy and inspired to, like, have a, a festival down in Southwest Washington. Totally. Oh, my gosh. Because I learned, we, I just said that earlier, did I say that online, on not on recording. No? Okay. No, just to me, I think. I got high off of that. Yeah, right? Joint. It's good. Um, Go on the gas. Here, us here in Southwest Washington don't have a lot of cannabis options. Right. Like, we are missing out on so much. So, I want to bring them down to us yeah. and just start making connections. Because I've met, I talked to this one brand. I want to say it was like, I don't know, Crazy Mike. I don't even remember the brand. But they, they put their... <sighs> colas Mm -hmm. they keep it on the stem Mm -hmm. and they put it in like a glass tube i think i do actually have a photo of this and it's just like beautiful beautiful buds Mm -hmm. and i was asking where i could get some and i'm like i'm in southwest washington like how where where can i get these and he's like oh man the most place south is longview I was like, okay, well, I guess that's not that far. But, um, not Mad Mark. Okay. Oh, wow. So it's like, I mean, we are just, I feel like missing out on some, I'll post this on Instagram also. Just like different, interesting. Creativity. Creativity. Yeah. And. You know, we love some creativity. 
you know, there were some booze that I wish I had talked to, but you know, yeah, I'm only one person. Sure. <laughs> yeah, only one, only one day. Only one day. Was only it, one person. Was it just Saturday? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it was only from noon to six, so it wasn't like oh. a huge long thing. I yeah. guess that's kind of a long time, but I feel like things I mean, usually go from like a day. Yeah, from like ten to five. I guess that's the same amount of time. Yeah. Whatever. Or but two days. Or two Saturday, days. Saturday, Sunday. But I think it was like, it was perfect. Yeah. The people who th- were there were great. Shout out to the putter honors of the Bud Fest. Totally. There was like one, I think putter one. Honors. Putter honors. Putter honors. There was like one person that may have passed out. I don't know. There were, there were like emergency people. There was people. a medical issue. <laughs> there was a medical issue, but I don't think it was. I think it was a personal issue. Not weed related. Not, yeah. 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 So, but That's yeah. great. Yeah. I mean, and I just, I, I just think back to it and I'm like, ah, it's just so beautiful. Yeah. And so I took my camera and I'm going to create a video. So probably it'll come out in six years. I mean, even just the photos that you posted or the mm. stories that you posted it looked so fun. It was, it was a blast. Like, I just want to go back and I want to go to all of them. Yeah. And I, that's like, I'm, I'm such a festival marketplace person anyway. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, Evan and Warren, Evan was like, wow, they, he, he was surprised at how much I was networking. Really? Yeah. He was like, <laughs> I forgot that this was kind of like a work trip. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I mean, like I'm trying to be in, I'm in the industry. Yeah. I'm trying to get to know people. He's yeah. like, you're doing a good job. So nice. I'm like, Way that's to go. cool. Get so hey. stepping out of my comfort zone. Heck Yeah. Cause I, you know, I just get shy yeah. and like, thanks to the body code session that you had. I was just going to say, it's so funny. You bring that up. I know <laughs> it all. We'll get into it later in the episode, but I just took the opportunity to yeah. like act, to really do what we're trying to yeah. do and make yeah. content for it. Yeah. And the beautiful thing was that everyone was open to it and everyone was receptive. Like, obviously people want to get their names out. But yeah. it was the I think it's always like the fear of someone being like, oh, don't take that photo, you know, right. like, oh, please put your camera away. Right. That's right. like where I get like a little scared. But if, yeah. I, you know, I just asked, I great just thing asked. to take to the body code. Totally. And I was like, hey, can I video your your product? Yeah. He was like, absolutely. Yeah. So learning every day. Totally. Well, and it's like those no's that in your head, they hurt more than they Exactly. Actually, do Actually, yeah, yeah. But heck yeah, way to go, way to step yeah. out of your box. Thank you. Way to get content, way to do your thing. Heck yeah, yeah. I'm excited to put out some stuff. I'm excited to just like expand that and see like where we can go with this. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, if we do our own down here, that would be really fun. Yeah, there's a lot of things, there's a lot, a lot of options we could go with it. For sure, I just. Uh... It was like one of those things where you know you're in the right place. That's been happening a lot recently. You know, yeah. yeah. Totally. I was just like, yeah, this is what I, this is feels uh, right. This feels right. This is where I'm supposed to be. Like this is where totally. this is where I'm supposed to be. It felt good. Heck yeah, we're yeah. all about <clears throat> that feeling good life. Let's yeah yeah. <sighs> yeah, I've just been wrapped in the womb of Mary Magdalene for the past like week. 
so That's, you know seems like a comfortable place to be at the end of cancer season you know <laughs> it has been actually um i've been reading this book called the magdalene manuscript 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 and it's so interesting because so we grew up catholic so we have this whole frame of reference of like who jesus was and you know why he died for our sins and all of this stuff knowing you know growing up through life seeing how much of real history has been revised and destroyed and yada 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 um it's been really interesting picking up this book that is a channeled message from mary magdalene about her relationship with jesus Mm -hmm. and why and how they needed to be together did you just i manifested a new nug i swear there was only two in here and there was (laughs) this third one that fell out i in real like realistically i think it was got stuck behind the fold but in my head a third one manifested jesus jesus i bred and fished this (laughs) oh it's so funny because that in spoiler alerts she says that that's her favorite one of her favorite stories of jesus that's one of my favorite stories of jesus because that it's magic it's magic it's magic and And i'm always here here for like a good feast right right well so what's revealed in this manuscript is that uh mary magdalene was actually an initiate and high priestess or priestess of the cults of Isis, which at the time in that area of the world and that time in history were very much underground. Mm-hmm. And the people in power considered them prostitutes and whores because they practiced sex magic. Mm. And which is why, like, the church gave Mary Magdalene this, like, label of whore, thus skewing all, like, how every woman has been seen since then like literally since then every single woman has like had this shame of being a prostitute or somehow you know being some sort of whore and now we have been disconnected from our powers so this book is all about how and this is all on the back of the book so it's not like i'm like revealing all that much but about how she was able to use sex magic in her love with jesus in order to charge his energy body so that he could like make it through the depths of death to resurrect three days later on the other side to show us to literally punch a pathway through death to show us the, the people who are following him how to do it so that we can like bring more of our own light through the darkness. Right. It's so oh my God. fascinating. Okay. And, and then all of it being wrapped up, with Isis and going back to Egypt and Atlantis before that. And, you know, just the great goddess before that. And it's just like, my mind has been blowing all around Rose city ever since. Have you, well, okay. Have you ever been to the test garden in Portland? The test garden, the Rose test garden. I don't think I ever had, or maybe when I was younger in the springtime when the roses start blooming, Mm -hmm. make an effort to go because it is by the zoo, right? No, it's oh, okay. um, Good it's like know. North Portland. It's not very far. Oh, okay. Deep. It's not. I don't remember where it is, but it's not. Maybe off of like. What's that one road? Not the Columbia River Road, but. Oh. I, I don't. It's not deep into Portland okay. at all. all but right. totally, there's the most beautiful roses yeah. out there. Yeah. Um. I believe it. 
Anyway, ever since we read The Histories of a Multiverse yeah. by Seth Lyon. <laughs> Have you heard about it? <laughs> Just all the connections, like beyond the Marvel fucking universe. Right. In our own reality too many connections too many connections to just be coincidence yeah so yeah so i've really been enjoying what mary magdalene has to share love that and uh, i'm actually so i'm actually putting together like a mary magdalene book club for some of like the people that i study spirituality with and yeah we're going to be able to talk about it more and actually maybe even starting to put some of these sex practices into practice which is interesting and another cool thing about this book is that so the first third of it is the channeled message from mary magdalene the second third of it is um tom kenyon he does like a comparison between four different alchemy traditions egyptian um the taoist uh tibetan buddhism and tantric yoga so all of these traditions that have like their own ties to sex magic, he does like a comparison to feel like, to see like, oh, these are all basically the saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. Pick your modality. And then um, the th- final third is Judy Sion. It's her, it's basically just her story of her life. But it's like the same struggles that we all deal with, like, yeah, you know, uh, challenging motherhood and having to figure out how to raise your babies and how to figure out how to be yourself while you're with an abusive man and like all of these different things that it really is every person can relate with this story which is why Magdalene asked Judy to include it in the book because it just like ties up so beautifully yeah and remember where i was going with this anyway it's been really good though i love it i'm here for it i'm oh i'm doing the book club book club uh so there's practices in there doing the book club we're gonna talk about all those things love it if anyone wants to get yeah get in touch with me chronic gals underscore podcast on instagram you (laughs) you know where to find us you know where to find us but i'm really excited it's been fascinating and to see jesus in like a totally different light yeah I always knew, like, obviously, like, I never had a problem with Jesus. <laughs> Jesus was cool. That, like, that's half the reason that I was happy, like, I would not happy to go to church. I would begrudgingly go along because of the magical things that he would do in the stories that they would tell. Mm-hmm. And then we would get to sing. And then that was And fun. the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all of the dogma and all of the, the catechism. Yeah. It all just was wrong. Yeah. But it, this is bringing it full circle. And just like, I knew magic was real. You know, of course magic. And Jesus, of course he did magic. Of course it was magic. And then also like, why isn't it considered magic when we transmute bread and wine into blood and flesh? And then why are we also doing like a cannibalistic ritual every Sunday? But we're not going to talk about it, I guess. That's a good question but anyway it's, it's a good one if you're if you're interested in that shit. you know it's just so funny that the two of us are together you know because <laughs> so funny just so funny <clears throat> because i just nodded on the microphone my bad everybody you um <clears throat> go for that? yeah go for it this is uh the larry cake 
from Freddy's Fuego. That joint, though, so good. Such an interesting mind body high yeah. together. Right. I've, I've been really enjoying it the last yeah, day. That's a good one. Yeah. Especially on like a ho- like the hotter days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like floaty around. So, yeah. So, it's so funny to me. And I feel like maybe it's the. Energies of what's going on right now. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but I <laughs> feel like I am seeing things a little bit more clearer because of the things that we've been getting into. Totally. <clears throat> like the galactic histories and ancient histories mm-hmm. and these like ancient activations and modalities that have been suppressed and even like getting in touch with cannabis and mushrooms and all of these like alien things that were brought here to help us totally <clears throat> wow that sorry that smells that t- it's like the smoke smells like a baked good it's it's i know that's crazy it's so good okay it's really good it is very good so it's just interesting looking at the two of us yeah and <laughs> you are very much magic Mm -hmm. like (laughs) harry potter magic yeah while i Mm -hmm. am on the star wars galactic totally train yeah and so i was listening to this freaking podcast that i'm not gonna (laughs) it's called the ascension podcast it's really hard to listen to so this woman is trans is literally a channel I'm not sure who she's channeling. She doesn't even talk about who she's channeling. There was she, no intro. There was she just no started. intro. She just starts. Which is part of the way, reason I was confused. I was like, wait. Yeah, no. It just goes right into. No context. Okay, yeah. here we so go. So it's like if you're not meant to listen to it, you will literally not process yeah. it. But I listened to the most recent podcast and she's transmitting. It was like July energies or whatever. And... um just download after download after download after download oh my god it's a space tiger with blue (laughs) eyes that's dope whose is that i think think, evans i think i found it while cleaning the closet i don't know where it came from weird okay that's freaky i think it's just an old one that's been around for a while but yeah that is kind of i've literally never seen that not that I've seen everything in this room. Right, right, right. No, I mean, I've seen, seen a lot, lot of it. <laughs> it's mostly mine. Yeah. So I've been listening to this podcast. This person is channeling someone from space, galac- galaxy. I know it's not like, like space to me. That word means extra dimension. Yeah. Outer realm. It's not just It's not just a rocket. Yeah. yeah. Like the Hubble space thing i don't know like you're not in space you're still in this realm yeah so space to me is dimensional yeah areas so she's channeling somebody from space her channel is about like the cern stuff plus this like crazy other stuff plus like essentially we've won i'm just gonna (laughs) quickly distill it down we may or may not do a podcast about it but the light is winning. The dark no longer can affect us. Like we truly are the people, the ones in power right now. Mm-hmm. 
it may not feel like it right now, but it's true. But it also, you can see, if you are not participating in the mainstream and yes. you're sitting outside of it and watching it all happen, you can see that there's, it's things are crumbling, sh- yeah. they're scrambling for power. There's, yeah, lots of stuff that's happening. So while she's, like, saying these crazy statements, like Malchizedek logos lightning rod opaline energy type words i'm like i'm understanding this yeah. like this is i'm i'm using a part of my brain that i have never i'm like slowly starting to access yeah and it's i'm understanding this and it's really be weird being self-aware and understand thing something like i felt like i was understanding another language yeah like i've never like, i don't know how to speak french i took four years of french cannot understand french <laughs> but like that's what it felt like when i was like translating it when warren and i was listening when we were listening to it yeah just like okay so this means this and just like what we've been saying about the matrix and how we've been oppressed mm-hmm. and things have been shifted and the Bible has been rewritten to take things out, but there are certain keys within the Bible and she goes into like, so remember when we were in, in the histories of the multiverse, we are talking about Adam and Eve and like there were different types of like genetic manipulations and there were people from space coming and incarnating into earth. And like, it was just like the norm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, Post Atlantis, all of that shit happened. And then there was like that shift where all the Draco reptilians were like really heavy, leaning the balance, like tipping the balance of the Earth's energy. Mm -hmm. And then people like Jesus and Buddha and all of these people tried to like incarnate to tip it back. So she goes into the Yahweh mission. Mm. which you talk about in the Mary Magdalene Mm -hmm. book. And so it's like, and then she talks about John the Baptist and like from church, we learn about him and plus the art history things that I know about him. So I have like all of this, like third hand knowledge of all of these things that are all piecing together into this one fucking transmission. Right. That nobody can understand except for me. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just like, holy shit, Yahweh was a fucking alien. Mother Magdalene was a fucking alien. Mary. Mary, sorry. Mother Mary and Mary Magdalene. Yeah, both of them, all of them, all alien. They're all incarnate. Alien is probably not even the correct word, and I apologize if it's offensive. (laughs) But it's like they're incarnate space energies. Right. Ascended masters. Ascended masters trying to help us down here on this planet right and to see the manipulation of the knowledge and the history that we have or have lost to history and time and shit just the manipulation of it all so a group of people can stay in power Mm -hmm. and being able to trace it back I'm like, I need to talk to some historians or something. Like, yeah. I need to, I don't know who to talk to about yeah. this. Like, is it, am I just like, am I, and then I'm thinking, am I delusional? <laughs> right. Am right. I, like, am I, 
no. so far in that I am. I'm 100% sure there are galactic historians out there that we can call on and invite on the show because this is the <sighs> season about wrapping up loose ends, honey. So we're going to definitely do that. I got I it. We got to talk to Seth Lyon again, yeah. maybe. Yeah, fucking. of course. Seth Lyon. Or I know Aurora from Flying Rainbow Lasagna has some galactic history that she okay, could let's probably get talk her about. Because I would love to talk to her more, let's too. Let's do that. You yeah. get on that. Okay. I invite you to invite her onto the show because... Well, no. Okay, so I love what you're saying. Yes, we have all of these Ascended Masters who came here in order to help us clear this negative energy so that we could get a fucking grip on our own matrix mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then help Gaia ascend, right? Yes. So now... As I'm finding, like, this manuscript book that has all of these practices in it that were literally hidden until 2000 when she channeled this book into Tom Kenyon's brain. Now we get to actually practice these things and bring them into... Yes, yeah, but it's... uh, So Tom Kenyon uh, channeled the Hathors. He also works with the Cosmic Hathors and a bunch of, like, cosmic uh, sound healing. Well, I'm just... It's interesting... I, I don't know. It's interesting that they channeled through a man in 2000 when I feel like if they like who like no one would have listened oh, if a right, woman, right, you know, like right. it probably wouldn't have gotten. Well, so if you read the book, you'll hear the story. But what happened is that she actually um, was contacting Judy Sion, who is the mm. co-author of the book. Um, also, Tom Kenyon's longtime friend and current partner or at the time they were, they were married. They're, they're in sacred relationship. Mm. So, uh, but Tom Kenyon previously had built his whole career. So, sorry, I just tied tangented your thoughts yeah, yeah, so yeah. hard. No, no. So we might have to work our way back. Yeah. But Tom Kenyon was a neurotherapist who, like back in the eighties, was thinking like neuroplasticity. How do how we did this wrap like, up? <laughs> right, he, and, and sound healing very specifically. So he would use sound with his therapy patients to create new neural pathways and this was his he like did research on this in the 80s and then at some point he became a channel for the Hathors and like switched paths and started he channeled books so interesting he channeled music and you you can find all this on his website it's tomkenyon.com and um, just there's and there's like pages and pages of channeled messages for free also interesting um so and so, and he was with another woman, Pam. He was married to this woman when he and Judy met. Mm. And like the three of them became very close. Judy was with Pam when she died. And then after Pam died, Tom and Judy entered into sacred relationship with each other. Like it was all, it's all very divinely. Yeah. Totally. You know. Um, Kosher. <laughs> yeah. So Mary Magdalene actually was with Judy her whole life. Oh, but gotcha, 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 Judy gotcha, gotcha. wasn't the channel that Tom is. Mm-hmm. So, so she like he hopped. channeled, she typed. Totally, <laughs> totally. Okay, cool. So cool, 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 cool. Channeling cool, cool, cool. into a man and a woman. That's the, interesting. That's just yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so bringing back the knowledge that has been suppressed. Thank you. Now. Yeah. So now this is our job as the divine child energy and the divine channel between spirit and matter it is our job to be creative and bring it into literally bring it into the 3d plane so like even us doing this and talking about it and this is like us sharing our creativity about it Mm -hmm. this is this is mary magdalene 
walking again on the earthly plane <gasps> you know what i mean like yeah it's wild and jesus you know mm-hmm. people anything with jesus is dope jesus is dope like, i've always loved jesus he's like love your neighbor right don't hurt people right. don't pay taxes <laughs> right i'm here for jesus right yeah i love jesus uh and you want to know another thing you know the story of him turning water into wine for a wedding it was his and mary magdalene's wedding that they did it for <laughs> and they I just got full body chills i just got full they body chills of course it would be their wedding and you know what else is some fucking bullshit the, di- the disciples, the apostles, were jealous of her because he, she would was so spend, close. he would spend his days with them and then his nights with her. Oh. But of course, he's fucking re- recharging his yeah, car. Like he's re-energizing his, his energy body so that he can perform miracles, so that he can speak his message, so that he can be 40 days in the desert without eating, so that he can fucking resurrect and beat death and show us how to do it. Rise again. Wow. Oh, man. And then there's that like eternal (laughs) trauma, uh, male trauma of like, why aren't you hanging out with me? Right. Or I want the power or or like even just the like, oh, spending time with her. Right. And well, and she was also looked at as a whore like they she. So she wore this is all again in the text. She wore a gold cut snake bracelet, mm. and the snake is representative of the Kundalini snakes, mm. which is the practice of Isis sex magic. And so they saw her wearing that, and the common people didn't understand that it was a spiritual thing. They just saw her as a whore mm. because she had sex. Oh God! And so when this, is, and then you know they don't understand why Jesus is with the prostitute and blah 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 blah. I mean that's all in the Bible. Mm-hmm. So interesting. So, so interesting. Gosh. Yeah, all of it coming back around, and then yes, us just becoming creative ourselves. And honestly, I don't think we could have gotten to any of this point without the body code. Like if oh, I can 100%. like wrap it around to what we're about to talk about. Yeah. In the second part of the show. We interview Loren Nielsen, mm-hmm. who is a body code practitioner, which is a modality of energy healing that like helps to remove the blocks out of your energy field. And I, well, we talk about it in the show. We go into it and explain it. But I truly don't think that some of these downloads would be coming in quite as clear if some of this stuff hasn't been re- hadn't been released. Yeah, I can agree with that. And yeah. <sighs> It's just, you know, when you buy something and you're like, I'm going to use this and then you never use it and you sit there and you're like, I should just get rid of this and you never get rid of it. And then like a decade or whatever goes by and you need it for that one moment in your life. And you're like, wow, I think I looked into the future 10 years and thought that I needed to get this, you know, (laughs) like that's what it feels like. I like... Maybe, is this what a college graduate feels like? Like the accumulation of all of the knowledge, you know? Oh. Or like, I don't know. I don't know. I had a full on imposter syndrome in my graduation. I, I was I like, I don't even asked, want to go. Shouldn't have asked you. But, uh, you know, yeah, like. Someone who's excited like, to go to college. You <laughs> know, like, I don't. I just feel like there's. I'm finally like, why do I know? Why am I interested in all of these things? 
Oh, so you just mean somebody who's like actually interested in their course of study? Is yeah. Is that what they feel like? Yeah, yeah. probably. When they're writing their paper and they're right. like in the flow of like putting all of their knowledge down. Right. Like that's what I feel like after that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, it was like a mental gymnastics and after the Bud Fest. Mm-hmm. So I'm like really running on fumes. fumes. And then I met up with Rachel, you. my my manifester friend, and we like talked for four hours Ooh. and just like word yeah. vomited our lives yeah. and things and manifestation. Like we were just like going back and forth with things. And so like after that, I'm just like pooped, pooped, super pooped. Well, that's fine because we just smoked that Larry cake. That's I also know. like it's really it good. <clears throat> it is really nice now that I got all that. Magdalene energy. energy. Well, that's a perfect time to go into the interview. I think so, too. This is a really good one. This really is. Thank you, Loren. We love you so much. We love you. (laughs) If you're looking for a body code session, check her out. Which you will be after you You listen to this episode because it's really amazing. It's amazing and it's easy. It's like you don't have to do anything. Yeah. I mean, except for maybe examine a couple tricky memories but if like you're in this in the process that we were in of like healing and you're doing it anyway yeah you're doing you know you have things that are like okay i i want to shift things yeah x y a b and c this will help shift yeah for sure chickity check it out y'all see you on the other side bye Hey everybody, welcome back. And we are here with Loren Nielsen, who is a body code practitioner. Loren, thank you so much for being with us today. We're very excited to talk to you about this modality of healing and energy work. Cause I don't, I hadn't, hadn't heard of it before I met you. So I'm excited. We're excited to talk about that. Um, I've experienced a couple of sessions with you. And I've experienced the the ripple, the effect. ripple effects <laughs> of her experiences. So yeah. I'm just like super stoked. So we want to talk about you. that a little bit yeah. and then, yeah, we'll just kind of see where it goes from there. Awesome. awesome. I'm excited. Welcome Loren. Um, tell us about how, like, tell us about you yourself and how you found body code. <clears throat> okay. Well, it is kind of a, it is kind of a story. Like, um, my, mother was sick with um ovarian cancer and she she's the the beginnings of all of my alternative everything like health um that's really the the beginnings of my um exploration into spirituality um and she passed away in 2012 and I had this stack of alternative um, medicine, cancer books, like all kinds of things. And my husband, <laughs> he kept telling me, he's like, those just make you feel bad. Why do you keep them? I'm like, nope, I need them. I need them. I don't know why, but I need them. I'm not looking at them. Like, <laughs> if you, like, if you think it's a good idea, put them downstairs. So he did. And then several late years later... Um, friend of mine called me and said, where do I, where do I start? My sister found a lump. Like, what do we do? Where do we start? 
you know, um, researching, like, what do I do? I'm like, I got you. I just went down to my (laughs) stack of books. I started taking pictures and sending her uh, jackets of these books. And I got to the very bottom of the pile or the away from me. And there was this book and it was called the emotion code. And I'm like, I read the jacket. I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. I'm going to take that upstairs and read it. It looked brand new. I'm I'm quite certain my mom never even cracked it. Like she never even. <laughs> so, um, I took it up and read the first 10 pages and it was like a lightning bolt hit me. It was like, this is, this is it. This is why I'm here. This is like, this is me. This is what I can, I can do this. Like I was reading, I'm like, I can do this. I can do this. And, and then as I read the book and the, the implications started to hit me, I'm like, holy crap, this is, this is really something. And, and I know myself, I'm very much a feet, like, like, or not feet first, it's head first, (laughs) (laughs) shallow pool. So I, I, I knew that I needed to experience it for one. So I started, um, looking for practitioners and the the discover healing that created the body code has a practitioner map so i found one close to me in calgary and i went to her and that was like the perfect um oops alter that up that was the perfect um introduction for me because she was a shaman that had found the body code and when I came to her, I said, I need to know if this is as good as it, they, they say it is. Like, I need mm-hmm. to know if this is for real. Mm-hmm. And she said to me, she said, my husband and I, my husband's a medicine man. I'm a shaman. She said, we bought the body code with the intention of breaking it to find its cracks, you know, to find where it was, um, th- where it didn't hold up. And she said, we've tried everything we can think of. And she's like, this is the most efficient, elegant healing system at this time that we know of. And so that was like, that gave me a huge boost of confidence. And then I started to experience it myself. Like I started to um, see her. And as I seen her, she sort of taught me and guided, mentored me in it. And then um, a couple of months after I found it, I went to their retreat. They have a bi-yearly, a couple times a year, um, retreat in, oh, I don't know. It was in, it was outside of Las Vegas. Anyway, um, as I sort of like dug deeper into the, the beginnings of the body code, I found out that the creator was Mormon. And for a minute, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> But, but I, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go down to this retreat with, um, an open mind, but also like, you know, a little guarded. And I went down and it was the most welcoming, open, like wonderful experience I think I've ever had. I've never been to any like healing retreats or like anything like that. And, and everybody in the room was do was doing the body code and we were like working on each other and like practicing. It was like a little working, um, seminar, like you were learning new things. And, um, I left that seminar like feeling high, like I'd never felt that sort of like high vibration before. 
and there was there really wasn't anything that I felt um, that there's one there's one area of the body coat that I that I take a different um, stance on and that's the the past lives component because for me that just makes sense it makes sense that our soul has been here before that our soul comes here again to have another experience and to evolve and to you know bring this thing called ascension forward like to and how as we evolve ourselves we evolve the collective mm -hmm. so that just made sense but that's sort of that's too far of a leap for their worldview that the the body code created so they really depend on the inherited um aspect of of energy which we'll we'll talk mm -hmm. about later but um <clears throat> to sort of get around that and in a way i think that's I think the two of them are are super connected, and I'll get into depth with that a little bit more. But um, I came home from that retreat, and I was just, I was all in. And mm -hmm. I finished my certification in the emotion code, which is really the cornerstone of the body code. And then the body code is just a more expansive um, uh, it, it just gives the subconscious mind more avenues of access to, mm. to the body code. So, um, yeah. And I finished my certification in 2017 and I did the training for the body code. Like I did the emotion code certification and then I did the training for the body code and then I don't know, something happened and I didn't finish it. I, I did all the training, but I didn't finish the certification. So, uh, but I practiced the body code in, and more than just the emotion code. And, uh, I've been, going ever since I've I've never really um, advertised and it's just my business has just been built through word of mouth which is so cool. how I got to Ashleen as well yeah. so mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's 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 where I started it really that's... was like it was like someone had given my mom that book and it was just a whole pile of you know waiting for you mm -hmm. yeah that yeah. brought it to me mm -hmm. oh, I love that I love that so much. And I feel like we've been talking so much about how trauma is stored in the body mm -hmm. and in like the energy field around the body. And this has like been very much a topic of conversation. I feel like everywhere, not just yeah. on our podcast, but I feel like it's everywhere right now. So it's interesting that this modality specifically works with those little like bits. Can you explain to us like what, what is, the is, body what is the body code? What is the emotion code? Sure. Um, so the, the body code is an energy healing modality that is really based around intention. Um, the, the, the actual body code is just an app on your phone, um, that you, it's, it's a, like, it's, it's a giant mind map, right? So you're just, um, asking using uh, muscle testing. So muscle testing is the body's sort of innate um, lie detector system and we all have it it's a it's a fascinating little built-in program in the human body that your your muscles and your subconscious mind will not hold with an incongruent statement that's really like the mm -hmm. foundation of what muscle testing is so you can test this at home you can um uh pick up say pick up a glass of distilled water and hold it in your arm, hold it outstretched, and ask someone to just press on your arm and see how strong you can hold that glass of distilled water and then pick up like a soda, 
and do the same thing. And you will find that your arm loses strength because that is, is it's, um, it's, it's it negatively impacts your body. Whoa. Okay. We're definitely gonna have to try that. I'm like, I know we have water and coffee. Push me down. Push me down. Yeah, no, you, so you just, so I'll, I'll show you how to do it. So you just hold that out. Make sure that when you press down, you just take two fingers and press on the wrist bones. Yeah, on the bone, not, not on the joint, on the bones. Yeah, move it, yeah, right there. So now hold your arm as strong as you can hold it and press down. Okay, strong. now pick up the coffee. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is going to be a good excuse. Okay. Now use the same pressure. Uh-huh, see? <laughs> okay for those That's listening so home, her, I know her arm held very strong with the water and it fell down with the coffee a little bit and you can watch the video we'll yeah. probably post it we'll on post our Instagram video. <laughs> wow. totally. you, can, so cool. you can do this muscle testing is such a fantastic tool and if anybody wants to learn the hows and whys of it because that was definitely my um, that's my learning style like I need to know why why does that really? happen um, the book is called Power Versus Force. Okay. Um, there isn't any other books out there called that. So it's Power Versus Force. The jacket is black and white. Um, that will give you the scientific reason of what muscle testing is and mm. and how to use it. Um, but it's so you're using so the body code is using this incredible built-in system that we all have and that we can all learn to use as well. FYI, the the biggest um, roadblock to learning how to use muscle testing is trusting yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's a fantastic exercise in learning to trust the feeling that you're feeling in your arm. Mm-hmm. It's not about thinking it, it's about feeling it. Right? See, that's so-, so interesting because I've never been able to get muscle testing to work for me. And I think, I, I think it's because of that. I think it's, there's an element of, I don't trust it in myself for whatever reason yourself yeah like I don't trust trust myself or I don't trust that it's going to work a hundred percent so if it doesn't work then it's like like, okay well you're just some fool who was tricked by somebody you know but um no I think it's just a block which we could probably body code away couldn't we (laughs) we could totally work on absolutely um and and that is like when I've when I'm talking to people that are having trouble with muscle testing, that's usually the the problem, and like that's a that's a brain problem, not not the fact that you can't muscle test. Everybody can. It's whether or not you can get past this. But that that was one of the reasons why Body Code was such a fit for me because I just I, I'm a head first person. I believe it before I don't believe it. Right, mm-hmm. like. And and I was able to lend that power of belief to myself to just dive in and do it. And and I was seeing such incredible um, shifts and changes in myself, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the moment I knew that this was really happening was um, one of my first or second sessions with my shaman. And she had really um, impressed upon me turtle medicine. She's like, okay, now I don't want you to work on anyone. I want you to just go home, do this, like let this processing time happen. Just go slowly, like just slowly. Mm -hmm. And of course, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
I went home and like two days later, this, I was, I was so excited about it. And of course it just comes out of my mouth when I'm excited about something. And my friend is like, Oh, try it on me. And so I was muscle testing her and I was, you know, it was, the body code was really the first time I started to recognize that my intuition was talking to me. Mm. Like I, 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 I was seeing like things and they, there were things I didn't know. And I'd never put myself in a position before where that was able to happen. And so I was getting these like images and I was impressions and like knowings and I was telling her and she's like, that's right. And, and how could you know that? And I'm like, I don't know it. <laughs> it's like, it's just coming. And so we did a couple of um, releases and she was so impressed and happy and I was so excited. I texted my shaman and she, I'm like, da, 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 da. you know, I told her all about it and she's like, okay, now you're, you're not going to like me, but I said to go slowly. I said to not do that. Blah, blah. You know, she kind of reprimanded me, but not in a, like, just, she just said, just take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And in that moment, I recognized a, a shift in my body because my normal reaction to that would have been, oh my God, I never listen. I can't like slow down. I don't pay attention. Mm-hmm. Like blah, 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 like shame, 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 shame. Right. And the session that I had just left was releasing like shame on both sides of my family tree from myself, from my parents, from like so much shame. Like we got rid of so much shame. Yeah. And I recognized in that moment that I didn't feel the shame. I texted her back. I'm like, right. I'm always rushing ahead. I don't wait for things. I'll slow down now. And I knew in that moment that I would have never been able to react that way to that situation had I not released all of that inherited Mm -hmm. and and built my own own energy around shame, like emotional shame. Mm -hmm. So I don't even remember what I was telling you, but... Um, I think we were just telling, like, talking about what body code is, and yeah, okay, back to but that. Can right. I, can can I, can I, like, give my what I view it as? Because we've been talking about all this trauma stuff. When a trauma happens, you get like a constriction in your energy field, right? It's like a knot in your muscle, mm-hmm. but it's in your energy field. So to me, body code is coming in and massaging away those knots and just like releasing these things so that you no longer get stuck on it. Mm-hmm. And it, it, that's it really has, that's yeah, yeah, it really has been like phenomenally just, it's just, it's been working. <laughs> like things transformative. Yeah. Things are different. Mm-hmm. That's what I, that's exactly what I um, described to a lot of my patients or my clients, not patients, my clients as, <laughs> um, that it's like a massage for your emotions. Totally. It, it really is because like um, the body code talk, like the body code has its own vernacular, right? It has its own terms for things. And really those terms can be like, you can figure out what a lot of them are in the self-help or this sort of like um, mental wellness, like arena, mm-hmm. you know, like the body code calls one energy, a despair anchor. Well, it's a limiting belief. Right. Mm -hmm. And so um, the body code talks about trapped emotions and and um, the creator says that those are kind of like a ball of energy that gets caught in your energy field or your physical body, because that's 
one thing it it can these are ener- these are energies but they're they can absolutely be caught in your physical tissues mm-hmm. and and he he says that it's the it's the negative emotional energy that's caught in your knee that's present mm-hmm. before you have that knee injury mm-hmm. it's not it's like cuz you're you know you're skiing down a mountain and you tear your knee well, you were, you've done that before. You've been doing it for ages. Like, it's not like it's a, a, a new movement that you do when something happens and then you have this injury. He says that those tissues have already been compromised by that lower emotional energy and therefore aren't as strong necessarily as they could have been. And then they sustain the injury. It's, it's the energy before the physical. A hundred percent. Like I, I, I truly believe, and this is my own belief and opinion, obviously, um, that it's the energy before the physical, not the physical before the energy. And our traumas that we all experience through childhood, like zero to seven is where most of this stuff happens. Not Mm -hmm. to say that that's the only place, but a lot of it happens between zero and seven. And part of the reason for that is, is because when we're that age, our brainwaves are actually closer um, related to hypnosis than they are to like consciousness, Mm -hmm. right? Like we're not conscious at that age. We're in like almost a hypnotic state. And so not only do we absorb all the words that are around us, but we absorb the energy too. And so, you know, maybe your parents never say a mean thing to you, but they feel it and you pick that up anyway. Right. Mm -hmm. So, the, the body code, what it's doing is there's these two types of energies, these trapped emotions, and then there's emotional resonance. And it's going, the emotional resonance is like you're the bell and you're ringing, your whole being is ringing at a certain emotional frequency. Mm-hmm. And I really see that those are often people's default settings, right? It's like situation happens, you go to that. Either it's, it, it, you know, it's frustration or it's anger or it's shame or it's fear or, you know, whatever the case may be, but you, you are presented with a situation in life and, and then that's what happens. Um, that's the sort of place you go with it. So the emotion, the, the body code is going in and finding those, um, energies and it's pinpointing it. The reason it's so efficient and effective is because it's giving the subconscious options, yes and no options. And that's what I'm doing. I'm asking, like, there's nothing really, you know, magical that I'm doing. I'm just asking yes or no. And I'm getting a response on my muscle testing and I'm, and I'm fine. And I'm narrowing it down. We kind of go down the rabbit hole until we get to an energy that needs to be released. Mm -hmm. And then the release is is really cool. Like I would have never believed it had I not experienced it full, like firsthand. Uh, the release is just, uh, running a magnet down your governing meridian your governing meridian starts just below your nose above your lip and goes all the way down your center line of your body down to your tailbone and all of your other energy meridians at some point cross or, or come into contact with that governing meridian. It's the acupuncture meridians, right? right? So that governing meridian. So I'm sending um, intention in the form of I release this um, emotional reverberation of fear. And, and as I'm sending that intention down that, that energy highway, 
it's radiating to your entire being. Mm -hmm. And as it does that, we, with intention, we let it go. It's, it's marvelous and miraculous and, and so much fun because all of these things that are so difficult to let go of are just, they just melt away. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that this is like one shot and you're done. I mean, it took you however many years of your life to get, and actually millennia of inherited and, and past lives and all of those things to get here. So it's not like one session and you're done. It's like, it's like a massage. If you roll into a massage um, therapist's office and say, I've had, I've got this chronic problem in my shoulder, she's not going to fix you in a day or he's not going to fix you in a day. It's going to take some concerted effort and, and you showing up to, to get that shoulder problem. And actually you probably should go to a body code practitioner first and then, yeah. go to the <laughs> but you know, <laughs> But it's going to take some time and some sessions to get through that. But I, I guarantee you, if you do three body code sessions, you will feel different. If you do 10, you will be a different person. Wow. Like I it, have it, done, I think we've done three together so far. One of them was like a year and a half ago. It was a while ago. And then the two have been more recently. And I will say that I, well, first of all, I felt different in the session because there were some times when I would feel something physically in my body whether it was like tingling in the shoulder or uh, heat you know when you release something so there's the physical aspect um after our last session which was a big one and we can I'm open to talking about like pulling up my session notes or whatever if we want to like talk about it more specifically but that one was a big session where we released a lot of stuff about not feeling safe to show up in the world. And for an hour after that session, I like sat in the sun and cried just because so much stuff had moved. And it wasn't that I was sad. It was really just that physical, so much had changed and shifted and become illuminated. And that I just needed to cry. I just needed to weep and just like get the feeling out and release, which is what the whole thing is about, right? Releasing. And that's what crying is, right? Right. Crying yeah. Is yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of, at the end of the sessions, you always say, okay, it's going to take this many days to process. And so I've been also taking, you know, just in the back of my mind, noticing those few days, you know, how long it takes to process. And it, by the end of those days, you really do feel different. And it's yep. really crazy. <laughs> yeah. So when was that? That was like the early July? That uh, session? Yeah, it was right around the 4th. It was on the 4th. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. So that weekend, I... Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Before you do that, can we just yes. speak a little bit to the... Um, if if we oh, yeah. set, do a session yeah, yeah, yeah. on one person, it work, It like touches... Okay, so that's the so okay, so this is really cool part. This is the coolest part of the body code. <laughs> right. That's so, why I yeah, want to like yeah, explain yeah, yeah. it before right. Riley tells her story. Good. <laughs> okay. So so we're we're when when we're in a session, we're finding these um energetic things that we need to release. And in the trapped emotion and the emotional resonance or rever- reverberation um part, there is uh an uh a tab that you can check to see if this is inherited. Mm-hmm. And when I first started the body code, they were sure that you could go up and down a genetic line. So that meant that if I was sitting in front of a parent and they had a child, 
that they had passed this um, this energy onto, just like you do your hair color and your eye shape and your you know skin tone, you can pass on these energetic um, frequencies as well. In your, it's encoded into your DNA. Your your DNA is vibrating with this emotional energy, and so. Um, when I first started, we could do up and down, but almost immediately I was seeing lateral releases as well. I was seeing lateral movement in my sessions because I was seeing um, siblings having releases. I was seeing um, even like cousins, like distant cousins. There was a one situation where uh, my clients, um, like young, like seven, eight, year old cousin was really sensitive, really quite psychic. And she had an energetic release after one of our sessions. So I was seeing that almost right away. And so even though I was taught that it was only moving up and down, I was holding this sort of belief in my mind that no, this is actually moving sideways as well. And then a couple of years later, it was kind of confirmed that yes, we're getting like lateral, um, releases on family trees. So when I'm releasing something and it's in, and we've de- we've determined that it's inherited. So for instance in my case it was shame. So if I find this energy of shame that I've inherited from say my mother, then I ask, well did it come from her mother or did it come from her father? And there'll be like these funny little patterns of like mother's father's 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 mother and they're it's coming down. And then I ask, like, how many, how many generations back does this go? Does it go more than five, more than 10, 15, 20, 25? There's lots between, I would say 15 and 45. Those generations, there's a lot of stuff coming forward. So when I'm releasing that, I'm releasing it from you, from all of the, all of those souls that have brought it forward all the way to the originer, originator, and then from that originator all the way back down the family tree. So wow. we're literally touching oh, that thousands of chills. <laughs> like, and I mean, if you go back 25 generations, like, I mean, it's probably closer to millions of souls. They yeah. may not all be on this planet, like currently, but we're touching so much and we're raising, we're basically plucking off a burden off of mm. each of those souls. Like this little bundle of negative energy we're we're allowing it to be transmuted into something more neutral and that it can be made again how many years is 20 generations oh um the body code holds about a a generation to be 22 years so every 22 years is a generation so if we say if we say a generation is Mm -hmm. um say we've got 25 this this energy goes back 25 generations we go 25 times 22 equals 550 years so 2022 minus 550 equals it's the year 1472 yeah i think we cleared something for me that was like 68 generations back or something crazy it put us right around 500 ad and i was like holy crap that's and that was on crazy yeah yeah. And that was on your mother's side too, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we, we were thinking that 
Yeah, yeah, she would be, <clears throat> our mom has a, has an Irish ancestry. So that would be an ancestor, ancestor somewhere in Europe, you know, Scotland, whatever. Yeah. Which would be, and then, you know, post Rome getting into that area and lots of Celtics and, or Druids. Yeah. Yeah. Post Rome, but before the Vikings invaded. Yeah. I think, I don't know if the Saxons were there at the time. I think they might've been. The Saxons were invading um, Europe, mm -hmm. but yeah, it's like it's it's incredible to me. And then if you add the incarnation layer onto it, it's yeah. it's entirely possible that that ancestor that we're releasing this inherited vibration from could be you. Mm -hmm. Whoa! Completely plausible that you're actually all of this inherited stuff you're choosing to bring it forward and and heal your own lifetimes. Like, oh, that is chilled out. <laughs> so my intention always with the inherited stuff is that we go, obviously we go down first to get any children that might have picked, have, have brought this forward also, or been passed this on to. And then we go up to the originator and then all, I just like see, it's like, it almost feels in my body, like, um, effervescence, like bubbles. Mm -hmm all the way down the family trees and it's sort of like little pops wherever um that energy is being released That's and it cool. like looks like little sparks of like little like sparks of gold like pixie dust almost oh yeah yeah i just got yeah, very much oh arrowhead energy just going down and then going up and then shooting out <laughs> like, yes. yeah and it's like the family tree right like it's yeah. fractals, mm -hmm. it's fractals mm -hmm. when it, when it when it releases. So oh, that's so cool. Okay. That's so so cool. now say your experience. So yeah. So around the same time and this, I don't know, we, so Ashley and I are sisters. If you listeners haven't figured that out yet, <laughs> we're sisters. We talk every Wednesday cause we record. And then I don't know. We sometimes text. It's not like we're texting every single day. Mm -hmm. So I'm in my own experience. Ashley is in her own experience. I've been just like, I need to make money. I need to figure out like what my life is doing. And I had this like, I'm just going to sell feet pics and make a shit ton of money. And I just like went down that like rabbit hole of feet pics, watched a whole bunch of videos. And I was like, I could totally do this. And then this one chick was like, you're basically just making a business. So I was like, okay, Never mind. I have so many businesses that need content creation. So let me just like focus back on myself, focus on what I want to do and create the content that I want to create and step into this like true self that I know that I want to be and I know that I can be and I know that I am to like present all of my crazy ideas to the world because I know that the world needs to hear them. So like and plus it's like the full moon in Capricorn. So it was CERN just was like just have CERN was just turned on. <laughs> yeah, there was like a lot of things We're happening. Yeah. And so I was just like, okay, I'm just going to this is the day I'm committing to myself. I'm going to actually like create the content and put it out and like stop just like being scared of my greatness. So I was like, okay, well, we're gonna do that. I posted a a couple reels on Chronic Gals. And I was like, okay, I feel so good about that. And then the next day or something like that, whatever, a couple days later, it's a Wednesday. And I'm like coming in. I'm like, oh my God, this is like my new thing. And blah, 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 blah. And Ashley's like, oh my God, I had a body coat session and we released 
the fear of showing up in the world. world. I was like, holy shit, that's the same thing. So it's like, (laughs) it was an immediate, like in real time, in our separate realities, these things were being released. And I had no idea what was happening other than just like feeling that like, why am I so afraid of like showing up in the world? I am amazing. I should be the one, like I can be the one on the internet that people are scrolling by, you know, like I could be that. So it was just like so beautiful that, and on another side note, I had just like a thought, why don't we talk to Loren about the body code? (laughs) Oh, without even, without even like knowing that you had done your session. Yeah. It's just like a thing that popped in my head. And so like that Wednesday when we were like word vomiting our experiences to each other, I was like, well, then we definitely need to have Loren on board of the body code. And it was just like kismet, such kismet. It was so perfect. And this is like so real. And I have not had a body code session with you, but I'm like reaping the benefit. So, (laughs) well, and this is, this is the thing I've had. So I've worked on um, one family. Um, I started working on the mom. She had five kids. I started working on all of the kids. Um, and then I was also, I also started working on the mom's brother. So I was working on seven people in one family. Wow. And they, like a couple of months in, it was funny because we were doing like really regular sessions. And a couple of months in, the brother, like we were talking in our session and he said, you know, I talked to mom and dad. And they're quite a long ways away. And she's like, I just, I haven't heard them this happy in so long. Like they just sound so happy. And I'm like, well, yeah, (laughs) there's like seven people releasing stuff for them, you know, and they're reaping the benefit of, of all of this work. Like they're not having to do the, the, they're not having to show up. And, and I find that a lot of um, elderly folks, this just, this just steps, I mean, not all, obviously, not all, but for the ones in my life, this steps so far out of their worldview that they can't extend the belief for it. They'll, like, my grandma will has, has said, yeah, sure, you can go ahead and work on me, but she doesn't believe for a second that I'm doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is fine. It's okay. I, you know, um, but it it really is like your family will reap the benefit of, of whatever work you do. And not only your family, but like, I mean, if you go back 22 generations and then come back down to who's like that, there's thousands of people, thousands and thousands, like possibly tens, possibly hundreds of thousands of people, depending on how prolific your genetic, you know, but seriously, like there's a Mm -hmm. lot of people that this touches and it just, it just takes a little burden off of them. And that's like, that's not a reason to do the body code, but it is one of the wonderful benefits of it. Yeah. It's really like, I was just going to say, Oh, go for it. Mom just texted me. um, Sorry. My mom just texted us. That's hilarious. Well, that's funny. I was just going to say something about that. If there's someone in your life that you really want or you, or you really feel that the body code would benefit and you happen to be blood related to, that's the only really time where you can work on somebody like without their consent. Because what you do is you go in and say, what can I release today that I have in common with them? 
like for instance the mom or somebody you can go in and say i would like to like i want to do a session on all the things that i've inherited from my mom Mm -hmm. because that's it's for you but she's gonna reap the benefit because we're gonna it's she's gonna get all of that session as well that's so cool that is cool it is so cool and so much of what people believe or (laughs) think they believe is based on our emotions which is really not the way to do this. <laughs> yeah. Your emotions no are not supposed to inform your thoughts and beliefs. Like they they are just information moving through your body. Mm-hmm. And when we can when we can start to separate our emotions from our thoughts and beliefs, then we can really find out who we are. Oh, oh. so cool. <laughs> so good. It's so cool. <laughs> and it really is like what that saying if you heal yourself, you heal the world or whatever. And like, this is like a total example of how you, when you heal yourself, the ripple effect with everybody around you. And I think that's so cool. And I believe that a lot of energy modalities are doing this as well, but with the body code, it's, it's intentional, Mm -hmm. you know, we are intentionally, um, releasing this from the, the, the family tree that it is connected to. So, I think that this works in a lot of different spaces, but I think the body code is doing it intentionally and maybe a little more powerfully. And one other thing that I noticed about it is like when you're going through and releasing things, you don't have to know the exact event that triggered that thing. Or, I mean, Mm. like obviously in the case of generations back, you're not never going to know what that was, but even things that are just happened, a trauma that just happened in your life, like you don't, I mean, sometimes there's been times where you've been like, do we need to know what this thing was? And we have, we've identified, I think one or two things, yep. but and, a lot of it doesn't need the, the specificity. Need it. It, you know, a lot of times um, it depends on the person because some people need that event to, to bring their belief, like to mm. bring their belief to the table. Um, and that's actually one important thing to know about the body code. You don't have to believe it for it to work. I was going to ask. Your belief will lend efficiency and power to it 100%. Mm. If you believe that this is going to help you, it'll help you faster. But you actually don't have to believe this is anything to get the benefits of the body code. The body code will still work, even if you are like, no, this is dumb. Fascinating. So. I wonder how this is connected with neuroplasticity or, I mean, this might be like a couple years science future research, but (laughs) just because like with neuroplasticity, we know that we can regrow neurons into different programmings and like we follow this chick, Lacey Phillips, and she talks about reprogramming and um, reworking your neural pathways so you can like manifest, but basically it's, you're really just like going back and seeing the trauma that was created and then reparenting that trauma. So then you're regrowing your, um, neural pathways to be a different program. So like you didn't get love and then you reprogram, like you reparent yourself into loving in that moment. And then you get a new neural pathway. That's like such a very not stoner. That's like a stoner explanation of that. But I'm curious to know, like if, well, I think that's completely next. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, in that moment where I experienced, you know, that 
that situation where I would have normally mm-hmm. just gone down a shame spiral. I didn't. It was mm-hmm. instantaneous. It wasn't mm-hmm. like reprogramming and rethinking all of those pathways. It just was. It, it was just done. So yes. And and I think that this is um I think that um this is probably closer to Joe Dispenza type stuff where it's just like instantaneous where this can just reform. And I mm-hmm. think our body is capable of this. And when you when you read Dispenza and like the crazy things that he's even accomplished in his own self, let alone all of the testimonials of his followers, the, the, the human body is miraculous, utterly miraculous yeah. and can f- perform miracles on the daily. <laughs> it's, it's our own thoughts and beliefs that are holding us back from that. Totally. Totally. And I think that this is, um, tapping into one small part of our body being able to reprogram. I mean, the, the creator of the body code, Dr. Bradley Nelson was a chiropractor, an alternative chiropractor. Mm -hmm. And he built his chiropractic practice, um, using like he was downloading, he was down, Mm -hmm. like he's, he's a very, um, religious man. So he was, you know, talking to God and God was downloading all of this information. And he, in chiropractic school, he was taught to muscle test where to work on the body. And then he was getting this information coming into him. And he built his entire practice on chronic pain uh, clients. Wow. Like he, they were, you know, se- severe fibromyalgia, severe chronic pain, where the medical system had said, well, go home and yes. live your life because we don't have anything else for you. Yeah, and he, he, he was he was healing and and improving the vast majority of the people that walked into his clinic and that's yeah. and it's instantaneous and i've experienced it myself where people have a pain and that's been bothering them for ages and we release a couple of energies and the pain is gone so the, the body is miraculous it is miraculous and i literally there's so many stories about energy healing where things like this happen and it's this instantaneous healing and people just sit there and they don't want to believe it because yeah. it's not science or, you know, whatever, whatever outside and, and source is, told them it wasn't real. Exactly. And, and this is the thing. We don't have scientific instruments sophisticated right. enough at this point to measure what, what's actually happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is all quantum physics, and we barely have an understanding of that, let alone, you know, like this, like the body code literally is quantum physics. Like totally. I've, I've, yes. I've only, I mean, I've only delved into like a small, small portion of quantum physics, but like I recognize the body code happening in that, you know, yeah. like even just reading some Joe Dispenza, he's got, I think it's breaking the habit of being yourself has a lot of like, why this stuff can actually happen in real time Mm. um and i'm listening to it going well that's the body that's how the body (laughs) code is working so like we just don't have the scientific um research yet to to say that this is what's happening in in energy healing but i true i i 100 believe that that's what's going on. We need to understand quantum physics better before we're going to be able to really understand energy healing. 
science hasn't caught up to the woo yet. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. That's so cool. Wow. So if someone wanted to take a, uh, or to do a body healing, um, what is it called? Body what, session. Uh, session. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I, that word fell out of my face. Um, what is like, how do you, what, what do you do it within the session? Um, okay. So my first sessions are, um, I always like plan for a, a, an extra amount of time. So like first session, you want to plan for about an hour and a half because um, I find that the body code is most efficient when we figure out the, the, the actual issue. And sometimes that takes a little bit of talking and getting to know each other and, and um, you know, just, just like really just chatting. So the first session is probably, uh, you know, 45 minutes of, of, talking about what is going on. I actually love to work with people who are in therapy because they typically know what the issue is. So if you bring that issue into the body code, we'll work on it. And then you'll actually like, you'll, you'll really move forward fast with, with those two um, Mm -hmm. modalities there, because it's, it's important to talk about things. It's important to bring it into awareness, but once you've brought it into awareness, then what? You know, therapy doesn't offer you that next step of like that next action step of saying, okay, I want to energetically work on this issue and find out the energetic roots to it. And um, that's, I've seen really fantastic results when people bring that issue. But I mean, regardless whether or not you're in therapy, everybody knows the problems in their lives. Like, you know, that, you know, um, letting go of the fear of being out in the world is one of the things that's holding you back, right? So you bring that into the body code and we talk about it and we, we make a, a little intention um, uh, paragraph at the top of our session of what we're going to work on. And then um, from there, then, then I just start to work through the, the mind map of the body code and I muscle test. Um, all of my sessions pretty much at this point are distance sessions. Um, so we sit in zoom just like this and, um, I tune into my client just like I would tune into a radio station and, uh, there's this marvelous little built-in system of the human body that my subconscious will set itself aside and become your self subconscious so that I can ask it questions and do the healing on myself, which will then be done on you. Through, via the distance link it it's so distance cool. energy healing and you can Google. feel it. like i like i said like i feel in my body oh, yeah. not not every single time but there's That's especially so cool. some of the big ones if it's le- if it's yeah. leaving i can feel it well Even and oftentimes i'll feel miles away from each other yeah 100 percent. and oftentimes like i'll feel um uh energy and all of those things that you are describing is the energy moving in your body right like that's energy movement and oftentimes like i'll feel it in my body in the place that it's in your body right like i'll feel it in my you know in my um solar plexus chakra or i'll feel it in my left shoulder or right shoulder or whatever and and or my lower back or my kidneys or whatever the case may be, I'll feel something there. And oftentimes I'll say, and they're like, yeah, that's been bothering me for ages. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's so wild. So um, there's definitely like, I've 
there's I've had so many experiences of that energetic link between myself and my clients that I don't even question it anymore. It's like, oh yeah, I'm feeling your stuff. Like this is you and I'm I'll uh, oftentimes I'll voice it because I'm like it gives um it gives clients like a a a re an affirmation that this yeah. is actually happening too. So totally. yeah, so I do my thing on on it, it it I do the work on me, it's done on you, and then at the end of the session I disconnect from your energy and go back to my own. That is so freaking bada cool. bing bada boom. Distance <laughs> healing man. That's yeah it's wild. So you ready for a session now? Yeah, I've been ready. I just <laughs> lost your email and then I forgot. But I've been ready. Honestly, We're doing it. <laughs> all all at the all in divine time. Like everything yeah, happens for Exactly. Oh yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. No, I I just it and and a lot of times people will ask me, well, oh, or say something along the lines like, Oh, I'm so sorry to dump all my you know, boohoo's on you, and I'm like, "Are you That's kidding? Why I'm here? This is the shit that lights yeah. me up." <laughs> yeah. Good. Thank so, you for being the one to take it and to help us move yeah. through. Because, and, and this is the thing too. I don't take it. Like in my sessions, yeah. I've, I've, you know, I don't take it. Like it's like. I, I have come, like, that's one of the reasons that on my sessions are distance healing because I have my own little space that I have set up that is protected and supported. And I feel confident and safe in there that I don't um, absorb other people's stuff and that it isn't, that doesn't leak out either, you know? Totally. And when I'm in someone else's energy, I, I'm a generator, so I really like get caught up in that and having this little, like this physical distance is, is good for my brain to like, not, you know, let me take on that emotion. So yeah. once I'm done, actually, most of the time when I'm done a session, I feel great. Like, <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's so awesome. I love helping people. <laughs> You know, well, so, and then you also get the benefits of getting whatever healed that you know. If anything resonates in your own field, it gets to get healed away too. Absolutely. So, man, that's so cool. That's so cool. Well, if anybody wants to have a body code session with you, where do they go? Um, WholeSpiritWellness.net and schedule a session. I'll. I haven't opened. I. I really took like a lot of June and. July off. So I'm about to open up some new sessions. So really, I I am a busy mom. I homeschool. I'm, you know, I have a rather large acreage that has a big garden. So I have a lot of stuff on my plate and I open sessions as I can um, schedule them in. So if you ever come to my website and there's nothing open just wait a couple of days and I'll put some more stuff up and just pop a hop on and book a session amazing amazing great Yay. cool well thank you Loren for chatting with us about the body code we're Yay. so excited to have you here and to be able to yeah chat with you about it and share this healing oh, so be here and yeah I'm just I am excited to share it with the world because I think it's just such a helpful, you know, it's, it is, I look at it as a tool in my self-care kit, mm. you know, like we, we all recognize that self-care is important and 
nobody questions, you know, going to the massage therapist for a massage as a, as an act of self care. That's really what I look at this as it's an oh, act of self care okay. and showing up and giving yourself the benefit of an emotional, um, massage is mm -hmm. you wouldn't even believe the crazy things that can change in your world. So it's delightful. It really, <laughs> it really is. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Well, thank you, Loren. We will talk to you soon. Thank yeah, you everybody. So you bet. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to talk. Bye Absolutely. guys. Bye. Bye. Visit our website, chronicgals.com, for show notes of current and past episodes. Follow us on Instagram at chronicgals underscore podcast to check out what crazy things we're up to. Subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch the video versions of these episodes. And make sure you hit the like button and the notification button to get notified when we post a new video. <laughs> Rate, review, and share our hilarious podcast. Oh, sorry. Hilarious. <laughs> because the best recommendation is from people you trust. See ya. Bye.